When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, this is Missy Hyatt, The Walking Riot, and I say that you need to save with Conrad. Jim Ross told me, you need to go with Conrad. He'll save you money. And he did. You guys helped me out great. And when I refinanced it and paid off everything, my payment was only $8 more a month. I probably saved at least over $30,000. They make everything so easy for you. Go to Save with Conrad if you want to refi your mortgage or anything with your mortgage. Just go to Save with Conrad. Hey guys, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Need to call a timeout real quick here. I wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling my world listeners for a while now. It's about all the incredible things happening over on adfreeshows.com. We're kicking off 2023 with an all-new edition of Title Chase as Conrad dives into the moments, memories, and matches of the 10 pounds of silver, the NWA U.S. Heavyweight Championship. Man, I am doing great. Uh, like my friend Steve Kern likes to say, gratitude is the attitude, and that's where I'm at. I like it. I like it. Well, uh, I had a blast talking about the old WCW Heavyweight Championship with you recently, and we thought, hey, let's uh, let's get down a rabbit hole about something maybe a little more old school. Tell everybody what you're holding there. I am holding the 10 pounds of silver NWA United States Heavyweight Championship belt. We get a peek behind the curtain on an all-new edition of The Insiders as Conrad sits down with former WWE writer and current Impact producer Jimmy Jacobs. You start to realize that you're one weird interaction with events away from being in the doghouse or being fired. And then you just start to behave in a way to try to not get fired. And then your ideas become ideas in an effort to not get fired. And pretty soon you have a whole bunch of people that are playing to not lose. No spray tans necessary on our latest premium watch-along event as Eric Bischoff and Nick Patrick sat down for the first time ever to discuss what really happened in one of the biggest and most infamous main events in history, Starcade 97. It's been 25 years since it happened and this is the first time that we've ever talked about nobody came to me that night after the match in the locker room on the at the tv the next day you know it was just we we, we just moved on from it you know and uh, uh but uh, i i did what i was supposed to do out of, out, out of the deal you know i don't know what was told in the production meeting what people were expecting and you know i was getting pulled i was getting pulled from from two different sides, 
Hey, that's just a small taste of what AdFree Shows has waiting for you, including a brand new perk, getting to join in on the live recordings of the shows with four levels to choose from. See for yourself why AdFree Shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adfreeshows.com. That's right. Sign up today at adfreeshows.com. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When? With the voice of your childhood, Tony Schiavone. Tony, what's going on, man? How are you? Never been better in my life. Thank you for asking. Wow. New year, new me. Are we doing that old bullshit? Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm saying that because uh, Adam DeMois, uh, unfortunately, I, I talked to him yesterday uh, with our bonus podcast. My apologies. Yeah. And, uh, he said, uh, so you're retiring, huh? I went, what the fuck are you talking about? And apparently one day I was tired and I said, man, I'm just tired. And I just, maybe I'll just do a podcast with you and do video games the rest of my life. Well, that became like a clickbait Yep. that, and so, uh, so I'd like to say that the people that put that on the clickbait are liars. They're pieces piece of shit Whoa. and they can go fuck themselves. Hey, how does that sound? Hurtful. Okay. I even sent an email to one of them. You sent an email to someone who wrote that you were retiring. Yep. And what, why would, why would one do that? Yeah. I just said, uh, I said, uh, let's see. I don't even know who this person was. And, um, well, I know who you hate in the wrestling media. Should oh, I yeah. just guess those names? No, this wasn't the, this wasn't the people that I hate in the wrestling media. Uh, I, I hate's not a, uh, well, listen, you called me out of the blue. I hadn't talked to you in 10 days and you said, fuck so-and-so. And I was yeah. like, what? And you go, I'll explain later. Just wanted to say, fuck <laughs> them to somebody. I was like, okay, cool. Got it. That's the way I remember it. I said, I know your readers, you and your readers hate me. That's fine. But I have no plan to step away from announcing your clickbait headline is completely false. And that's all I said. I didn't say anything. You know, I didn't tell them to go kiss my ass or anything. Uh, I, I say ignore him. Um, anyway, so listen, I, uh, I, I, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. And, uh, so why would I leave? Sure. I get tired. I stay up all day on, uh, all night on Tuesday night and I get no sleep on Wednesday night and I end up sleeping most of the day, uh, uh, Tuesday until the late afternoon when we've got to do some work to get rampage out the door and, um, then, so yeah, I'm, I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Hope well, you're well. I, hope you're well too, man. I'm excited to be with you. You know, we, uh, I guess I should just address at the top of the show. We were not bringing you a new piece of content last week because as stupid as it sounds, we got snowmageddon here in Alabama <laughs> and it snuck up on us. I don't know if the damn meteorologist here had PTO or what, but you know, my Apple phone gimmick said, Oh, it's going to snow between nine and 10. Mm-hmm. Well, so then, you know, me and the wife, we're bored. We hit the old dusty trail around one o'clock and then I don't know about four started really coming down. And I realized I was old when I said, Hey, uh, maybe we need to get up this mountain right fast. And about halfway up the traffic got really, really slow. 
And about 45 minutes after I got home, they shut the road down. So, and as you know, Tony, I live on a mountain here. They made the car people abandon their cars and just hike down the mountain in the snow. And when I pulled out of my neighborhood the next day, it was Carmageddon out there. There was over a hundred cars, three at my gate. But then as far as I could see to the left and right, just parked cars everywhere. So anyway, I say all that to say it caused a bunch of chaos. Uh, the temperature got down to five in Alabama, the Tennessee Valley authority said, Hey, uh, we can't power all of this. You idiots are trying to heat your house to 85 degrees or whatever the hell. So they did forced blackouts and somehow it jacked up my internet. So I was without internet here at my house, Tony, for six days. Wow. It was like 1958 over here. Me and the wife had to actually talk to each other and read goddamn books. What? Yeah. I mean, you know, I never realized how reliant on internet I am, but like uses my Sonos. So my, my music in the house, my Mm -hmm. control four. So like my, even my thermostats, like everything is through the internet. So I couldn't get online. I couldn't work uh, at my desk. I couldn't watch TV. I couldn't blah, 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 blah. So yeah, we just talked and read books. So I basically wanted to kill myself. Well, uh, two things out of that. Uh, number one, Tennessee Valley authority better get their ass in gear. Yeah. I've never wanted to live somewhere else more. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, you know, uh, you've got some very nice places in the, uh, that people want to live in the TVA. So, yes. uh, it's you not like, yeah, it's not like you it's a couple of people on top of a mountain anymore. Right. Uh, also, do you have a picture? You said you were going to send me a picture of that. Do you have a, you have a picture of all those cars? Oh, the Carmageddon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll send it yeah. to you right now. Okay. Hey, by the way, as I'm looking for that, I also feel, feel like, and, and if you're watching with us on YouTube, and I hope you are, it's WHW on YouTube. I hope that you guys see um, or saw the news that unfortunately we lost, uh, the world lost a pretty special person in Mr. Don West. And I first, met Don in 2018 as we were getting ready for the very first sarcast. But Don was one of those special souls where you feel like, you know, him as soon as you meet him. Exactly. And you felt as if, man, this guy, he's like my long lost best friend. And I just didn't know it. Right. And that sort of charm and charisma that was just innate in him is what made him such a successful salesperson. And he was so enthusiastic and so positive. He was just a light to be around. And unfortunately he's no longer with us now. And I can't believe that's even a sentence I'm saying out loud because he's, his personality was so larger than life. You just assumed we're going to have this fellow forever, or at least maybe you hope so. Right. Not at just 59 years old, hmm. lymphoma, uh, unfortunately won that battle, but Don is selling something right now. Let me assure you of that. And he's having a good time doing it. So. We, we did a little tribute video that, that we'll probably play at the end of this, uh, at the end of this episode, stick around for that, or you can check it out on social media. I just, you know, sometimes the, some of the best people you meet in wrestling, Tony, aren't necessarily people who are running the ropes or taking flat back bumps, but it's the people around it that just make a, a major impression on you. And Don West was one of those guys for me. He's the type of man that I, I aspire to be. I mean, he's a great businessman and a great salesperson and a great provider and a great husband and a great family man. And just a hell of a guy, man, gone way too soon. was able to meet Don when I did that thing for TNA years ago. 
and uh, never really worked with him on uh, uh, any extensive basis, but did work with him at StarCast. He came. He was at StarCast, and uh, you're right. He and, he and I really got really hit it off, and was uh, he was a lot of fun. And uh, that's that is that is a shame. It is a shame, really and is. you know what I hate too, Tony, is when someone a girl I went to school with lost her dad um, two days ago, as we were recording this, or three days ago those folks I just know will always sort of associate Christmas with the loss of that person in their life. Right. I mean, that just sucks. I hate that for them. I hate that. Yeah, me too. It's like when, uh, when Brody Lee passed away the day after Christmas. Yes. Um, well, listen, we're going to have fun today. Uh, I didn't mean for us to, you know, have some Debbie downer talk up front. Of course, this is mostly about penises and farts and we're going to get to that. Isn't it about Uh, wrestling? Yeah, we sneak a little bit of wrestling in there. Speaking of sneaking some in there, mm-hmm. uh, did you happen to see any wrestling last night as you and I are recording on this fine Saturday morning, the last day of the year? Uh, well, <clears throat> I know Rampage aired last night, and we do a Rampage watch along on uh, on our Patreon channel. That's WHW Monday. Um, but I heard, uh, didn't Ashley win the uh, world belt again? Charlotte Flair is back and on her first night back beats Ronda Rousey. She's the women's champion for the 417th time. <laughs> uh, so congratulations to her and Hey man, the, uh, they still keep kayfabe around these parts. How about that? I, uh, woke up this morning. Uh, as you know, I, I told you before we clicked record, we went with some friends and saw Cassio kid do his stand up thing and went to a late dinner. And as a result, I didn't get to see the show right this morning. Uh, scrolling through my feed and i said uh, hey honey uh your sister's the champ again huh yeah she came back last night she already won the belt she already won the belt how about that jinx all right boys and girls we're doing something kind of fun today uh this is gonna be a special nitro it's the night after starcade 97 and hopefully you uh, saw the news last week uh we got nick patrick on the record uh, he actually had a conversation with Eric Bischoff for the first time in, I don't know, over 20 years. And we actually watched the match, watched the main event from Starcade 97, and just really broke it down and talked about what Nick Patrick knew and when and who told him what and how and all of that in great detail. And it's all over at adfreeshows.com if you'd like to check that out. But the night after the biggest WCW show in history, I think a lot of people would look back and say, maybe I'd do that over again. Eric Bischoff certainly did in our conversation with Nick Patrick. So why not get to cock out, pull up Peacock, get a nitro season three, episode 52. Johnny, did you know there's 52 weeks in a year? Did you know that? How about that? Yeah. Uh, so this is December 29th, 1997 season three yeah. episode 52. And Tony, sometimes you have a special countdown. Yeah. Are you gonna, do you have a countdown today? Or are you just going to fart right into the microphone? Uh, oh, uh, a burp. close enough. I guess I can play Steph Chesney. Hey, I'm for it. All right. Like freely toothpicks. Yeah. I'm ready for it. Is this Steph Chesney here? Oh, that was last week's. Okay. That was pretty good though. That was pretty good. Yeah. Want to play that one again? Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Here we go. 
Play. <laughs> Forgot that part. Last night, ladies and gentlemen, history was made. After 18 months, Sting returned to the ring, and Sting celebrated along with each and every WCW athlete the return of the WCW World Title. There is a new World Heavyweight Champion. He is Sting with World Championship Wrestling. You're starting the show with lies, Tony. I know it's been 18 months. It's been 15 months. You simple bitch. <laughs> simple bitch. Brand new shirt available now over at lowestrules.com. So I'm a lie, huh? Well, there you go. <clears throat> yeah. You a lie. Also mm -hmm. available at lowestrules.com. Yeah. Let's hear your enthusiasm. here. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome you to Nitro. We welcome you to WCW. the worst fucking dance routine you've ever seen in your whole life yeah it's terrible i mean we're we're about 17 minutes into the show and we got girls doing handstands in the corner and listen i'm for it mm -hmm. uh she was one of my favorite ones but i'm still like wait a minute this is the night after the biggest show ever and mm -hmm. we're doing high school dance routines what are we doing here yeah well we're being you and i are being just too 
picky shitheads uh hey so let me ask you this what about uh what about the balloons and, and you announcing that these are the wcw colors purple and gold uh-huh. i mean i guess it was but i never even thought of that until i heard you say that and i was yeah. like i don't know if i like that oh you didn't like that i don't think so well i mean we were larry zabisco you know <laughs> how about that denim shirt and the big heroes welcome yeah Larry Zabisco, although he is probably best known now for having the worst Hall of Fame induction speech of all time, mm. he was a cool, cocky, confident motherfucker here. He was, and he was a great announcer, a yeah. great, a great analyst, great color guy. Look at there you go. Oh yeah, we're at you. So he had the worst induction speech of all time. Oh, it's still going. He's still going. He started it in 2015. He's still going right now. Oh really? It was, God, so it was long, right? <laughs> oh god it was probably 47 minutes oh god and most of the time at least half of it was oh i forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> oh i forgot and so apparently the next day he was asking people was it that bad <laughs> and people were like yeah <laughs> i guess he confided in some folks that he got maybe a little too high oh well, there you and go got up there just you know couldn't do it yeah well right now he's uh He's monologuing right now and, uh, monologuing. Uh-huh. Is that what you do when your girlfriend's out of town? You just monologue. <laughs> no, no. Hey, uh, speaking of monologues, we got one at the end of the program. I don't uh, Seriously. When the playback is finished, something happened recently with Marty Gennetti that I just want to highlight. Okay. I think you'll enjoy it. All right. What? I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it or not. I don't. What, 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 what does that mean? Well, I don't know. It it sounds kind of sketchy. Well, it is. I, you know, everything with Marty Jannetty is sketchy. Oh, okay. That's kind of the deal. Okay, so this is the program where we get out there and say, "Oh, yeah, by the way, he didn't win the world title, right?" Yes. And you're going to do a rematch. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. I mean, we're five, five and a half minutes into the show. Yeah. What the, what the fuck? Are and we're starting with fucking glacier. Jesus. Hey, <clears throat> uh, there's a podcast you can get on and bitch about it called 83 weeks. Motherfucker. Don't give me a, a bad, bad rap about this. I don't, I didn't, I didn't book this shit. Right. Didn't stop it. Neither. <laughs> uh yeah i should have thrown my body right out in front of glacier go no stop back <laughs> up you get back okay we'll put you on saturday night that's where he belonged and you know it first thing we should have done is what run staying well, out there that's it, the first I'll thing see we this. knowing what you know now when yeah. you see glacier walk out i'm sure yeah. you say to yourself self <laughs> can we get him on dark elevation <laughs> i think we should Oh God. Yeah. Um, obviously we should have run sting out. I mean, we ran Zabisco out. It was uh, an important match. It was a featured match in, uh, and it was for, it was for nitro, right? That was the storyline with, with Ian Bischoff. If Zabisco wins, we keep nitro. If, uh, if, uh, I mean, if Bischoff wins, the NWO gets nitro. If Zabisco wins, it stays in WCW. So that was big. But in reality, we should have run Sting out there, right? 
Well, I mean, I would think he would want to start with that right at the top of the show, but I understand there's probably some strategy in play here where you're trying to counter program what WWE is doing. And I'm sure you're Eric Bischoff's probably seeing this laser light show, snow presentation and thinking, yeah, gold dust can't fuck with this. (laughs) Wouldn't you like it? The person with the laser pointer, like to found that person and beat the fuck out of them. Man, those were so popular back then. I remember kids were getting suspended in my school for bringing laser pointers to school. As well, they should. I think they probably should have uh, taken the person who had the laser pointer here at this event, found them, beat the fuck out of them, and then stuck the laser pointer up their ass, told them to go home. And now Goldberg gum comes out. And this is pre Goldberg being Goldberg. He debuted in September. Uh, of course, uh, he did pick up a win at Starcade. But now we're starting to, uh, they're starting to get behind him a little bit, but this is before the big pyro entrance and all that jazz. But just think man about the year he's about to have, this is the last show of 1997 and boy, 1998 is going to be the year of Bill Goldberg. Yeah. You're right. It was a very different, uh, very different entrance for Bill Goldberg and he's selling for uh, he did, uh, momentarily. Yeah. Glacier. I mean, listen, I, I wasn't, I wasn't for glacier and now I see what Glacier's doing and I'm for it again. <laughs> Look, what is Goldberg doing? Just picking up people and throwing them around. He almost lost him. Hmm. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't think Glacier wanted to uh, be shot to the ropes. I think he kind of. I don't think it's up to Glacier at this point. No, it's not. Uh, Is this the jackhammer? I believe it is. Okay. They'll look around Jones and then. You you know, uh, this is. uh, Look at the crowd. Yeah, I know. This is amazing because. Here's a guy that, that got quote unquote over, not, not, not basically not based on his promo skills, which is how most people got over in ring intensity in ring intensity. Very well said. Well, it was a great way to start the show. I mean, I didn't think bringing out glacier was a great way, but still in hindsight worked out just fine. Worked out just fine. Absolutely. And let's take a look at the spear. Once again, it was a hell of a spear too. You knew it was coming, Glacier. His head hit the mat. Mm-hmm. That's how you get concussion, boys and girls. That's also how you get that Pat Patterson uh, skid mark in your in your drawers. Uh, that's an inside baseball reference to our bonus shows over at <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. Oh, which reminds me of something. Uh-oh. Uh, Adam DeMoy had listed possibly five shows for us to watch on our bonus. Yeah. We picked the first one, which was that Pat Patterson skid mark thing. And yes. from uh, SmackDown in 2000 and, uh, my, my daughter who gets these emails and all these things just kind of paste and copied the first one from Adam Demoy. Right. Okay. Cause it was like, yeah, that's fuck. It's Adam Demoy. We'll make the choice, not him. But one of the, uh, one of the choices that he had given us, Oh, was WCW Snow Brawl 1999. Did you ever see Snow Brawl 1999? Of course I did. I didn't even know it existed until yesterday. 
Yeah. January 23rd, 1999, Big Bear, California. Right. MTV show. Yeah. Well, we ought to listen to Bret Hart here, don't you think? Well, I don't think, but I mean, I guess we can. Yeah. Hey, as we're doing that, as we see Bret Hart come out. Yeah. I do want to ask, are you in the loop on this pizza box in the hallway phenomenon? No. Well, let me just give you a heads up on something I heard recently. People are, you say in a lot of hotels, at least two nights a week, right? Right. Well, two nights a, a week, you should be on the lookout for pizza boxes in the hotel hallway. You've seen those before, right? I've put pizza boxes in the hotel hallway. Have you put it out there with a full pizza in it? No. Apparently there's a new gimmick going around mm-hmm. where guys will leave a whole pizza in a box in a hallway. Okay. But they will have, uh, <clears throat> finished on it. Jesus. So they get the pizza delivered. Pew, pew, pew. Oh God. And then slide the cover back on the pizza box and what's then stick the, it in the hallway. What's the world coming to? I don't know, but I guess it's like a, Hey, maybe somebody will eat this pizza. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, that I've jizzed on. <laughs> oh, wow. Christ. Listen to Christ. you. Here's Brett. That's wrong. Okay. Let's a lot of people had a lot of doubts about where the hitman was going in regard to the WCW and the NWO. The WCW. Yeah. I had to kind of judge the situation from a close-up advantage. And I've always found that actions speak louder than words. And yesterday was an example of good old fashioned justice prevailing the way it's supposed to. And as far as the NWO goes, yeah, they do suck. The NWO is the lowest, most rotten, evil, corrupt bunch of scum. You know what the NWO reminds me of? They remind me of the scum I just left behind. Mm. And it was an honor and a privilege yesterday to see the rise of the WCW, because I'll tell you right now that I look forward to great matches. I look forward to to satisfying all the WCW fans. You talk about the giant. You talk about Lex Luger. You talk about Chris Benoit. And you could talk about WCW world champion Sting. Those are the kind of guys that I want to wrestle. Those are the guys that I want to test my skills against. You know, the WCW, 
is going to find out what the excellence of execution is all about. Because this is where the big boys play. And it's time for me to show you why I believe and people around the world believe that I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And the biggest reasons that I'm in the WCW is to prove that to you and all the doubters. And as far as the NWO goes, we got Kevin Nash. You got that scum Scott Hall. You got Randy Savage, Kurt Henning. And you can go on and on. And they're all going to pay the price when they step in the ring with me. But the one guy that's going to pay the biggest price of them all. And I know you're back there hiding somewhere, Hulk Hogan. I've been looking for you for a long time. And I haven't forgot. You know, you escaped. You ran away from me a long time ago. But this time... Hulk Hogan, you can't run and you can't hide. And it is time for you to step in the ring with the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Brett the Hitman Hart speaking loud and clear. He is part of World Championship. Tony, that promo sucked. Well, you know, Brett was not always the greatest talker. He wasn't, right? Well, I don't even blame him for that. I feel like it was a lack of direction. Probably like, so. I feel like they probably just said, because we've heard him all throughout 1997 do incredible promos on the other channel. Uh-huh. Here it was probably like, hey, just go out there and talk for five minutes. Yeah, that's, that's probably what it was. Oh, just get yourself over. Yeah. Fuck, man. He's a, I want to please the WCW fans. Mm-hmm. What? Satisfy well, the WCW, whatever it was. It was like, I, what, what, are we, what are we doing? I, I think in his mind, and I, I'm, I, I'm, Pretty sure I'm right about this. His hatred of the WWF was greater than his love for what he was doing now. Right. He was he was just really pissed off. And to that end, because I never watched what they did, I'd only heard about it. I never I never there's uh, there's Raven. Uh I never Raven. We've beaten on him, we've stretched him, and we've humiliated him. Any normal person would have known when enough's enough. But Chris Benoit is a masochist. He has serious psychological damage. And if he insists on receiving punishment every week, I insist that we inflict it. Quote the Raven, nevermore. Okay. Listen, if if he bought tickets... Mm-hmm. And they're just sitting in the front row. How does mm-hmm. he also get a microphone? Oh, well, he, uh, I would think that he bought a microphone and it's since it was wireless, hacked into the national just, or into the PA and, and just hacked into the PA. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, I would imagine that, that, uh, that micro, that little promo he did right there is probably much better than what we're getting ready to see in the ring. But anyway, I did not. I did not watch the quote unquote Montreal screw job. So I did, I was not familiar with exactly how it went down. I heard he had been screwed over and he was, and so 
So I had no reference point, which was probably good. I mean, because we shouldn't have talked about it. We shouldn't have referenced it. We shouldn't yeah. have. I mean, <clears throat> like like we said, <laughs> Benoit goes right into the stands. Like we said, uh, that uh, the the key point was Sting becoming world champion, not any type of screw job that happened in Montreal, right? Right. Yeah. So. This is this is great though. This is great to watch though. This is great to go back and and relive what went down. I How about this. that Van Hammer shirt? I got to get one of those for Megan. Yeah, that'd be great. It's got uh, the cutouts in the right spots. Right. How about that sign? Raven fears soap. <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh. Hey, can I ask you something? Uh, of course you can, Conrad. That's what you do here on the show. Did you know that this show was sold out 12,196 fans paying $225,339, the largest gate ever in Baltimore for WCW? Huh? Did you know it? No. Now you do you motherfucker. (laughs) Okay. What? I never, I never knew what the, what the, uh, Oh, oh, holy shit. Well, got to give hammer some credit on that, buddy. Dude, that was, that was impressive. Yeah. He hung in there with him. He hung in there with him because Hopefully you're watching this. You yeah. just saw Van hammer do a top rope superplex where he had to muscle up Chris Benoit. That was awesome. Cause Benoit was falling off, man. That was good. That was well done. That's a great look. Isn't it? The, the three levels there, the, the fans, that, that is a good look. I never knew what the house was. Okay. I, I knew if it was sold out, but I never knew of, you know, what the gate was or anything like that. We don't even know what the, I don't even know what the gates are now with the exception of when, when, we, announced, we, when we announced there's a million dollars. I don't, I don't know what they are. Look at the fans. I'll tell you what, next time y'all hit a, a million dollar gate. Yeah. I, I don't suggest that you and the boys celebrate with some free hallway pizza. This is highway from yellow snow and free hallway pizza. This is, this is, this is, this is a commentary on society is what this is. It is hallway pizza. Yeah. Can we just, can we just make a plea to our listeners right now? Yeah. Stop jizzing on food. No, no. Find those people and beat the fuck out of them. That's the plea. Don't jizz in food. Don't jizz in hotel yeah. uh, soap dispenser. You know, now that I'm thinking, of, there's a lot of hotel jizzing going on. Yeah, there is. Well, let's say this. If you're in a hotel room, keep your jizz to yourself. Yeah. But you know what? <clears throat> jizz or no jizz, why would you even go through a hallway and pick up a pizza and eat it? Why would you even do that? Because sometimes, as you know, after a long AEW show, JR gets back to the hotel and the hotel restaurant's closed and there's nothing to eat. Okay. And if he we, just we, finds himself after hitting that weed pen, no, we all listen. back from the show. No. We, and he gets we, a little hungry. Let, let's be clear. Let's be clear. We're just time for a commercial right now, Tony. I'm at 2230. Okay. Bam. There we go. And of course, it's time for you to stop sleeping without chili sleep. Chili sleep's been a game changer for me. Slept seven hours last night, nonstop. Didn't get up, didn't toss, didn't turn, didn't have to pee. I didn't fuss and fight with the pillows. Didn't have to pee. Didn't have to pee. 
Sleep Me is the new home for Chili Sleep, bringing you the same great sleep that Chili Sleep offered, but under a new name. Sleep Me makes the coldest and most comfortable sleep systems available. They create the environment that meets your body's natural need for lower core temperatures. That's going to promote deeper, more restorative sleep. And Tony, here's how I know mm-hmm. I'm dreaming, Big Daddy. I wasn't dreaming at all before. I don't mean like figuratively. I mean literally. I have bright, vivid, beautiful, colorful dreams. And I even wake up drooling sometimes. I'm getting that good sleep, Daddy. Chili Sleep makes the Uller. That's what I got. The Cube and the Doc Pro Sleep System. All of them are water-based, temperature-controlled mattress toppers. Let me explain. These dudes fit over your existing mattress, Daddy, and provide you with your ideal sleep temperature. And your ideal temperature could be different than mine. Yes. My wife and I have a chilly sleep. My side is colder than her side. Think about that. Yeah. Her ideal sleep temperature is different than mine. The mattress pads, of course, are here to uh, help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and give you the confidence and energy to power through your day. I'm talking deep, cold sleep. Now, y'all, they just launched a brand new Doc Pro sleep system. That's two times more cold power than the other models. It's whisper quiet. And it has a tubeless mattress pad design that allows for five times, five times, five times, five times, five times more cooling contact. But maybe the coolest thing, pair this mug with your brand new sleep.me app. This is like a smart thermostat for your bed. My wife's side of the bed is automated. She gets into a warm bed, but then it cools her off so she doesn't wake up all hot and sweaty. But then it warms her up to wake her up. And it's just automated. She set it up one time, bam, it's like that every night. Tony, it's been a home run in my house, and I think we got a special deal for our listeners. Yes, we do, Sleep Breath. Head over to sleep.me slash WHW to learn more and save 25% off the purchase of any new Doc Pro, Cube, or Uller sleep system. Now, this offer is available exclusively for What Happened When listeners, and only for a limited time. That's sleep, S-L-E-E-P dot M-E slash WHW to take advantage of our exclusive discounts and wake up like Conrad Thompson, refreshed every day. There it is. Let's get back to our program. I'm at 2230 on season three, episode 52, December 29th, 1997. I'm at 2230 in three, two, one, play. We are back just off the Inner Harbor here in Baltimore. This is Nitro on TNT Live, coast to coast. You know, there were a few champagne corks popping last night a lot. after the huge night for World Championship Wrestling. New Year's right around the corner. There's going to be a few more. And who can pop them any better than the former 13-time WCW Heavyweight Champion of the World, ladies and gentlemen, the nature boy, Rick Flair. Who could pop them any better, Tony? I agree. Who could I, uh, we were talking about something before you, uh, went to a commercial break. Yes, we were. What were we talking about? Can't even remember. Silva. Do you remember? No, no one. I wanted to talk to me about society and maybe jizzing in pizza boxes. No, no. Oh yes. Yes. I wanted to say this. Okay. We are not saying that Jim Ross eats pizza in the hallway as he. No. Oh, whoa, whoa. You, you, no, you were, you have, you inferred that is what you did. No, no, I did not. Yes, you did. And I want to say that. That is a lie, and you, well, you should I, have said I, that because that'll end up being that'll end up being like one of these goddamn clickbait things on a motherfucking piece of shit wrestling website. 
I know for sure that whenever Jr. is on the road and he orders pizza, yeah, he orders a meat lovers, and he always makes a, a special effort, an extra effort to say, "Hold the jizz." <laughs> he don't want it. You know what I mean? Not that there's anything wrong with that. Let's go to Ric Flair, please. He ain't holding nothing. Diamond Dallas Page, you're my kind of man. You walked it out. You beat Kurt Henning. You took the U.S. title. And now, buddy, you can style and profile. But Henning. That's a pretty big rub. Still got a date with Destiny. Now, me and Jane. I've got to address the biggest night in the history of our sport last Whoa. night. That's my line. Saved. Woo. WCW. Sting did what he said he was going to do. He beat Hogan. You saw it. I saw it. The world saw it. And you know what? I've even got to give Bret Hart his due for coming down because pal you're right you're in the big leagues now buddy and you gotta walk a tight line woo because you can be out as fast as you got in in the past he said a few things about you rick Blair. you're aware of that oh am i aware of it you know hurt and i just can't get off you because pal what you're a big time wrestler you're a big-time columnist, part-time referee. But out here, you're talking about wrestling. This guy and that guy, this guy and that guy. My name wasn't mentioned. Well, Bret Hart, let me take this opportunity to introduce you to the Baltimore Sun. It's a local publication here, very well thought of, not only here but all over the world. A man of my age, Gene, I got to look at this with my glasses on. I know. But here's to Bret Hart, <laughs> the columnist of the Calgary Sun. <laughs> it says, let me see, and the big name wrestlers like Hulk Hogan have often overshot. No, no, wait, wait, it says, there's never been a guy, night after night, what a guy, to put on the performances he has, and this is Bret Hart's main man, says editor Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer. When you factor that in, he is the greatest in the history of the sport. Without question, the Nick Shima. Woo! All right, Bret Hart. Back in the locker room, listening to all of that from the nature boy, Ric Flair, Tony. All of a sudden, we have got a ton to talk about. Wow. Does we, it feel good? We have can you imagine if, hypothetically, can you imagine if Roman Reigns came on SmackDown this coming Friday and goes, Sean Ross Sapp last week said... <laughs> And stuck and stuck some glasses on his head. There's just I just love it. And by the way, that boys and girls is why they call the wrestler of the year award the Ric Flair Award in the Wrestling Observer yeah. Newsletter. Yeah. Well, that's great for that. Uh Ultimo Dragon and Eddie Guerrero off to a running start here. Yeah. Man, this is 
two of my absolute favorites from this era. You yeah. knew when those guys came out, they were going to tear it up. And look at that handsome devil's our referee, old Benjamin Button himself. Yeah, how about that? I, I was talking to Dean Malenko about uh, the Ultimo Dragon because we saw that. Remember the match we had and we watched with he and Malenko? Yeah. It was like the opening match for what was it? Starcade. It was the opening match for Starcade. 96. Starcade yeah. 96, right. And, uh, Malenko says one of the greatest he's ever worked with and was talking about the injury that uh, ended his career, basically. Um, and I can't remember what that was. Hey, um, I would love to have a conversation with you right now about your old close personal friend, Tony Atlas. Did you see what Tony's been up to? Yeah, I saw that. Clickbait. Really? That's all that is. Well, Oops. Let's make sure everybody knows what we're talking about here. I think think Silva has a graphic for us. Tony Atlas says it's great having hobbies, minor lifting weights, drawing and getting pussy in the face. Uh, okay. (laughs) Uh, And I I thought to myself, self sounds like Tony Schiavone's favorite hobbies, except he don't lift weights. <laughs> you know, to get the 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 latter, L A T T E R, to get the latter of that, Ultimo you would have to you, you would have great. to have you would have to have uh, Ultimo Dragon just win the. Oh, yep, Eddie is relentless here, buddy. Eddie tapped out. Now he's pissed off. Okay, so. To get the ladder, you would have to have plenty of it available. You do. And there ain't there ain't plenty of it available where I live. Yes, <laughs> okay. there is. No, there's not. Okay. No, there's not. She had 73 children. I know. I know she did. Okay. I climbed out of there like a damn clown car. Just kept coming. <laughs> and some of them that popped out were clowns. At least one. At least one. Um but how about that? Big moment here on Nitro. Ultima Dragon beating Eddie Guerrero. Oh, and there's your new dumbass dog. Yeah, how about her, sweetheart? Where you been? You're all, where you, you been outside in the rain? It's Kirby. She's a good girl. Bug has no time for her. Well, we got time right now, Tony, to take a time out at 3030. Because right now, I want to remind everybody about Athletic Greens. Yeah, this baby. Here we start to make uh, New Year's resolutions. We start to say, oh, I'm going to take better care of myself. I'm going to do more of this. I'm going to do more of that. Well, if one of your New Year's resolutions involves taking better care of yourself, hard to beat Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 at the very beginning of the pandemic, long before they were sponsored here on the program, because my wife found it and said, honey, this is a way to optimize our immune system. She knew I didn't really like taking pills or vitamins, and if I was going to do a supplement, it needed to actually taste good. AG1 checked all those boxes. Now, what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food for whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, all to help you start your day right. It's going to help with your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your focus, your recovery, your aging, all of the things. It's also lifestyle-friendly. Whether you're eating keto or paleo or vegan or dairy-free or gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, no artificial anything, and it still tastes good. 
going to support better sleep quality and recovery. It's going to support mental clarity and alertness. And we kind of look at it as like an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Now, don't just take our word for it. Go check it out. You'll see Athletic Greens has more than 7,000 five-star reviews. That's astounding to me. Think about how many folks love the product, but don't actually go to the trouble to leave a five-star review. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got to be, they got to be on to something here, Tony. And right yeah. now, I think we've got a, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com WHW. Again, that is athleticgreens.com WHW to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I love that beat right there. Yeah, I love Let's that. Let's get back to the program. I'm at 30-30 here on season three, episode 52, Nitro. And we're going to go back to the program here in three, two, one, play. We welcome you back to WCW Monday Nitro as we plow on straight ahead in this night full of surprises and full of... Wait a minute! Speaking of surprises... I hear laser music! That's what I hear. <laughs> NWO is for losers. And here they come. Stand up here, Larry. Let's, let's, let's gawk at him. Look at the way Hulk Hogan is, is creeping out. That was awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. Just creeping out, hulking yeah. out at the top of the stage. You got to say, we I know we've said this many ways, many times before, but Hulk Hogan knew how to be a big baby face. He knew how to be a heel. I think you could argue that Hulk Hogan... And this is going to annoy and piss off everybody. And I well, get it. guess what? Fuck them. Exactly. The reason wrestling got so goddamn hot in the first place in the eighties and set new milestones is this guy as a baby face. Mm-hmm. The reason it started to get hot and pop off again and got hotter than ever again is this guy as a heel. Mm-hmm. And I know that Austin got it even hotter in that era. Yes, he did. Hogan is the guy in the NWO is the reason that stone cold was allowed to flourish. Yeah. I don't think, I think it's, I think it's very apparent, at least it is to me without the success of, of nitro and the NWO. I don't think the WWE leans into some of the creative that they would have with stone cold, the middle fingers, the, the language, the beer, right? That's not the way that wrestling was presented in the WWF for so long. It was very cartoonish. Uh-huh. And that edge started because of the NWO. So in my mind's eye, the most important person in the ring in wrestling history is, is Hulk Hogan. Now you could say, well, he wasn't the best wrestler. That's not necessary to draw money. Y'all. No, it's not. I mean, and I know we don't talk about current stuff, but look at the most over acts in AEW, MJF, the acclaimed, mm-hmm. those guys are getting over on the mic. Right. And they're getting crazy reactions. That's not to right. say they're not capable performers, but. It's it's the promo skills, brother. Here here's some right now. Let's get some facts straight around here. That'd be a first. The way it was, the way it is, and the way it always will be. 
is Hollywood Hogan is wrestling. And I am the man, and I made wrestling what it is today. Well, he's kind of agreeing with us there. Yeah. Now, I'm going to get all the new facts straightened out. First off, don't I remember hearing J.J. Dillon say that Nick Patrick was the only choice, the only qualified referee to referee my match last night. Don't I remember hearing that, boss? You heard it. The world heard it. And in case you were under a rock, I think we could even get a little bit of a replay. You want to hear it again? Let's hear it again, brother. He's got an interest in who the referee is, and it seemed like the only fair thing to do was to take the names of all the referees, put them in a hat, have a drawing. I've done that with uh, the members of the executive committee observing, and the name that was picked out, who will be the referee for tonight's main event, is Nick Patrick. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Enough said. Amen. Now, don't I also remember Nick Patrick calling for the bell. Nick Patrick letting the whole world know as he rang that bell that Hollywood Hogan is the world's heavyweight champion. Don't I remember that? You remember it. The world saw it. And in case there's any doubt that this man speaks only the truth, take a look at this. Well, we've seen it already. There's Bret Hart. Bret Hart came in, justice was served after Nick Patrick said, ring the bell. It was a fast count. That's what it was. No, it wasn't, you dumbass announcer. All right, all right, all right, all right. There's the confrontation. Not only. Boy, y'all are just fucking this up, are you not? Uh, this is, I'm, it, it goes back to the same thing I brought up in Butts and Seats, still available, by the way. This is the beginning of the end of WCW. This is. It wasn't a fast count. Anybody that saw it knew it wasn't. They made me say it was a fast count, and I knew it wasn't. We just we just fucked all over ourselves and tried to lie our way through it, and people saw through it. Sting should have won clean. Quickly. Or there should, or there should have been a fast count. Sting should have won clean. End of story. Yeah. Yeah. Or there should have been, really should have been a fast count. And it was just brutal. It was brutal. It was. And so this is the beginning of our end. I can tell, I'm telling you that. And if, let's see if they can get this one right, WCW. If you got the guts, put it up there for the world to see. Yeah, there it is. So what? Justice was served. <laughs> How many times are we going to fucking throw to the same clip, dude? This is just, this is screwing the pooch on yeah. lack of preparation. Yeah. Right. Conveniently left out the best part, didn't they, Hollywood? Well, they sure did, brother. But a picture's worth 20 million words. And after I beat Sting, one Two, three in the middle. Bret Hart, when my match was over, stuck his nose in my business. 
And just like I said before, that's the way it was, the way it is, and always will be. I'm the only heavyweight champion in the world. I made wrestling today. And the way it goes, myself and my boss, Mr. Bischoff, are open for suggestions for the WCW to save face because I fear no coward like Sting, Bret Hart, or anybody else because I am the man. I am your champion. Damn. J.J. Dillon, you screwed it up. Give it up for the man. Sting, you should have had a tan. Man, this is uh, this is bad. Bungle Jones here. I yeah, mean, this is bad news. <sighs> I want to uh, read you something from the Observer because okay. we know what we're getting. Yeah. On Nitro the next night, they hyped a Sting Hogan title match for the main event. About six minutes into the match, at about ten o four p.m., just as referee Randy Anderson was bumped after being in the wrong place when Sting did the Stinger Splash. The show abruptly went off the air. Naturally, there were more complaints about this the next day at Turner Broadcasting than anything WCW has ever pulled in its history, although that reaction was by design and not unexpected. Nitro had set a precedent for the last 18 months of at least staying with the main event until the finish, broken once before as a way to garner ratings for the debut of Robin Hood by pretending Hogan and the Giant were doing a 40-minute match and showing taped clips purported as being live as the show was on the air. This actually would have been the earliest the show has gone off the air in recent memory, despite having nothing but the Nitro replay to follow on TNT and being billed as the biggest match in Nitro history. After the show went off the air with Anderson down, Nick Patrick did a run in as a referee. Hogan hit the leg drop. And this time Patrick did the planned fast count. Mm -hmm. And just as he was hitting three for a super fast count, this time sting kicked out. Although it was basically a dead heat as to which happened first sting got up clotheslines, Patrick, the match continues with sting getting Hogan on the scorpion and Anderson reviving and calling for the bell. It should have been noted that both nights when Hogan submitted to the scorpion in neither instance, did he tap out JJ Dillon grabs the belt and gives it to sting. But at this point, Bischoff and Dillon end up in a tug of war over the belt with Bischoff knocking out Dillon with a kick sting, then drops Bischoff with a reverse DDT to the biggest pop of the night. And as the NWO guys go for the run in on sting, they're cut off by WCW guys with the biggest reaction coming against Bret Hart fighting with Scott Hall, but also out there were Lex Luger, diamond Dallas page, Ray trailer, the giant, the Steiners, Jim Duggan and others. So that's what we're going to end with. It just feels less than Tony. Mm. <clears throat> it's cause it was less than. Yeah. Apparently, uh, he and I have a pretty good argument right now. Uh, <laughs> Look at your reaction. Throw it. Is, we uh, are enjoying tonight in many, many ways, and we're going to start to enjoy it a lot more. Just got better, didn't it? It sure did. The Nitro girls are here. Well, am I excited? We are back. WCW once again is at full strength. I feel like dancing. He's talking. I'm just looking, okay? But fans, we want you to be a part of Nitro. It's a phenomenon, and it is. Give me more spice. Monday Nitro again. We would like to see. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did you know if you water water, it grows? If you water water, what grows? The water. The water grows? Of yep. course. 
Like you water your plant, it'll grow. Right. You water if your you, herbs, water your garden, they'll grow. You, okay, if you have a cup of water that's halfway full and you pour water in it, it grows up to the top of the... Boom. If you water water, it, it grows. grows. What the fuck are you talking about? Just showed you some of my superior intellect. Oh, very good. Hey, yeah, did you ever, did you ever go to a nitro party or do a nitro party? Or was that were you too young back then? No, I, I didn't. I, I didn't know if that was for college students or or what. <laughs> the guy off of the can. <laughs> <laughs> What an all-time great moment in my show history. I love it so much. Oh. You put ass Casio kid sent in a nitro tape, and I wish he would have made a copy of it. Right. But what he did is he uh he hooked the blinds in his house to a drill. <laughs> okay. So it would open them or close them faster. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I guess he had painted on the other side the nitro logo. Uh-huh. Anyway. He thought for sure with all that extra effort and presentation, he was going to win a nitro party. Oh. I think he thought they were real. They were real. Yeah, not really. Okay. I thought they were, I don't know. I don't know who picked them. Exactly. But I thought they were real, but you know, that, uh, that brings up a point. All right. Uh, I didn't Kimberly was so beautiful. Yep. God. Um, how about the rub that Ric Flair gave Diamond Dallas Page when he came out? Huge, huge. Yeah, yeah right. Anyway, um, I forgot what the point I was making. I think you were, you were, before the we did a commercial. Oh yes, it was about Lois's vagina. No, we weren't. Okay. I, I I I sometimes don't realize how much of an impact that we had on people back in the nineties and had an impact on people that I consider my friends right now, like Cassio, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I sometimes I've, it's lost on me. Uh, cause I just kind of think of myself as another guy, which by the way, I appreciate an invite to your uh, new year's Eve party. Didn't do one. Okay. I mean, here's the thing. Would you have come anyway? Uh, no, yeah, exactly. Uh, my know, new I, I, party I, I, this year consists of uh, uh, watching football, mm. which you're going to be doing anyway. Well, I uh, I don't know. I thought that maybe I got to thinking maybe it was time for me to change my life in a brand oh. new year. You know, live better, be a better husband, be a better friend. Uh. Being a better friend means not coming over to my house. No, it means coming to your house or coming to see you guys. Got it. Sure would like to see my friend Cassio. We can make that happen. Yeah. Uh, You You know, we're going to be in Atlanta in like two weeks. You and Silva and Shuley and all y'all other jackoffs from Huntsville can stay where you are, but I'd like to see Cassio. You know what? I'll bring him. 83weekslive.com is where you can... uh, I mean, if you want to go there and buy tickets, Tony, I'll make sure that you get the VIP upgrade. Yeah, I'm not going to go. Well, it's Saturday, January 14th. We're in Atlanta at 83weekslive.com. We got a special guest that is a friend of yours. I'll tell you off air who it is, but he's a real good friend of yours. A real good friend of mine? Real good friend of yours. Because, you know, we're in town because Impact is doing television at center stage. Yeah. And 
and where are you guys going to be? Uh, uh, Soundstage Theater at Riverside Epicenter. Okay. How about that? 83weekslive.com. What about that? That's cool. Thanks. Hey, uh, I, I think I came up with our, our next big, big money making idea. Well, have you, have you seen uh, what Mandy Rose has been making showing pictures of her butthole? Uh, I have not, but I understand it's a lot of money. She made half a million dollars in seven days from butthole pictures. Isn't isn't. And again, that and, uh, the pizza box thing just shows you where society is gone. Well, here's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm telling you right now, we are the Roman empire. We are the Roman empire. Go ahead. <clears throat> You and I have done this program here now for 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, and now 22, six full years of what happened when, and I think we could start winding this down if you want to and start (laughs) selling some of the greatest butthole pictures in the history of our great sport Uh and really level your income up in the new year. Yeah. Now, if you're hesitant about showing your old, tired, gray butthole, yeah, I think there is another idea in wrestling that could work, and I think Silva has it ready for us. If you're watching over on YouTube, it's whw on youtube.com. I saw on Twitter women's coleslaw wrestling. You in the loop on this? Uh, my God, no. Well, I mean, I think that seems like something you could get into women's coleslaw wrestling. What are you for it? Uh, no, it's no, I'm not. So you don't like what you don't support women's wrestling. Is that what you're saying? I, I do support women's wrestling, but not in Nevada coleslaw. What if they were doing it in mimosas? Cause I've I mean, AEW had guys wrestling in mimosas. Why can't we have girls? No, no. see, you're, you're incorrect. They didn't wrestle in mimosa. They got thrown into mimosa. Okay. Okay, Well, let's do that. Let's pitch that then. Okay. I mean, there's, that could be a new idea for AEW. Yeah. Get some eyes on the Friday night program. Yeah. Where two, two ladies are wrestling and then bam, they throw the loser in the coleslaw. Yeah. What would that sound like? She's in the coleslaw. She's in the coleslaw. Not the coleslaw. (laughs) Like, come on, give, give me the big, what would, what would that sound like? Coleslaw uh, wrestling. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, uh, while Tony tries to come up with something, we're going to take another commercial break here <laughs> at 48 minutes. Oh, look at there. Burger King still getting your burgers worth all these years later. Uh-huh. Well, when it comes to money, you and I know the way to save money is rocket money. Yeah. If your New Year's goals are to manage your budget better and save some money, buddy, you just need rocket money. Say goodbye to last year's outdated, disorganized methods of managing your money and say hello to rocket money. A better way to hack your finances in 2023. Rocket Money, who I used to know as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like that streaming service you bought to just watch one show on, or that free trial you never even used. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. 
Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as the click of a button. Simply find the subscriptions you don't want and press cancel. And Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Now listen, I signed up for everything under the sun at the start of the pandemic. My wife did too. And I sort of underestimated how much we were spending on subscriptions. I thought it might be like 80 bucks. It was well over 200 bucks. Yikes. We had duplicates. I signed up for Hulu. So did my wife. We're only watching it. We watch it together. Right. We don't need two apps. We need one app. Bam. That's all we had to do. True Bill took care of the rest. Rocket Money is what it's called now. It'll take care of it for you. All with one click of a button, Tony. And I think right now we've got a special deal for our listeners. Yes, we do, because I don't have the copy, and you can read it right now. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHW. That's rocketmoney.com slash WHW. Rocketmoney.com slash WHW. And always be sure to check your fucking email. That's rocketmoney.com slash WHW. And now we'll get back to the program here. We're at 48 minutes here on season three, episode 52 in three, two, one play. I don't know why, but that tickled me. <laughs> I can't wait. Next time I'm, I find myself traveling with you. Uh-huh. I'm leaving a pizza in the hallway. Just see what happens. <laughs> Another promo. Uh, with some of the things that were said earlier by Mr. Bischoff and Mr. Hogan, and certainly a man that's got something to say about it, is the chairman of the WCW oh, Executive Committee. God. Please welcome <laughs> the Monday Nitro, J.J. Dillon. Ooh, his fucking ass. Hey, uh, this is our, we're 48 minutes into the program. We've seen Mean Gene three times. Yeah. We should have probably had some help formatting some of this, you think? Hey, uh, Tony, when you measure your dick, where do you start? I I don't measure my penis. Oh, come on now. Okay. Maybe the bottom of the penis bone. I don't know. <laughs> the penis, bone. <laughs> penis bone is a shirt available now over at lowestrolls.com. <laughs> hey, um, I was talking to our friend Cassio about this and then our friend Silva interjected. Okay. When I asked, when you measure your dick, where do you start? And he goes, there's a shadow because I'll push it back so far. And I said to myself, self, what does that mean? I have, I, do we have to even go there here? Uh, well, here's what there. I want to know. When he says there's a shadow because I push it back so far, does that mean he's saying he starts like inside the scrotum? And he calls that in there, the shaft meat that's just hidden. That's the bonus shaft maybe. Yeah. Or, or is he referring to his FUPA? You in the loop on FUPA? I was going to ask, but I knew I didn't have to. It's the, I think there's a lady's FUPA and I'll <laughs> let you guess what it stands for. But I think on Silva, it would be fat upper penis area. Yeah. Okay. There's like that mound. Okay. It looks like like a, a pizza dough ball before they flatten it out, you know? Okay. All right. 
uh, why why do we have to talk about this when we have such a riveting J.J. Dillon interview going on right now? I didn't want our audience to fall asleep. Okay. And I uh, I have to admit, I, I wanted to get Silva something special for Christmas. And no, good for you. Well, you know, Ric Flair used to come on TV, and Ric Flair is Dave Silva's idol. And Ric Flair used to come on TV and talk about how he was custom made from head to toe. Yeah. And I was trying to get Silva something cool and I wanted him to get custom fitted for like a penis robe. But you know, if you're going to get custom gear made, you gotta know, did you, know how, how, what are the dimensions of this? Did you rap? say penis robe? R -O -B yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A bejeweled penis robe, you know, uh, 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 like yes. Yeah, so I wanted him to be yeah. able to go Heather. How can you compete? with this and the big reveal of <laughs> penis robe. Now, Olivia Walker can't make it, but uh -huh. I found uh, a fellow named JJ Walker who claims to be related. And he said he could make a penis robe. That would be dynamite. I don't know. Hey, here's your favorite wrestler of all time. Certainly favorite podcaster of all time. Did you know that 95% of the wrestlers today do not know how to get over? So says this guy who didn't know how to get over either. Well, he's so, walking in the ring with a title around his waist yeah. and he's on the number one wrestling show in the world. Yeah. But he, he wasn't over. Let's Stacy Keebler, bud. Are you seeing this? That was Stacy Keebler in the crowd. My God. We're in Baltimore. She's wearing a nitro shirt and she was dancing along the disco inferno. And you're over here saying he ain't over Stacy Keebler's doing the dance for him. Yeah. And then she wound up. Letting David Flair hit it raw. So I don't want to fucking act like what, what? David Flair and Disco Inferno. Was that not a, was that not an Easter egg or what? Dude, it was fantastic. Did you know that? Yeah. What? She was in a few Baltimore shows. Okay. I didn't know that. All right. Um, and there, and she was a 10. Is. Was a 10. Is, is. A 10. is wherever a 10. she is, whatever she's doing. She's a 10. I think there's a level of attractiveness. I think female beauty is the only real superpower that we know on earth. Uh, and, you are exactly right. And because seriously, like, like if you see one of these super yachts, right? Let's say you go down to the, the inner Harbor there in Baltimore and you look at some of these super yachts. Yeah. The dude walking around that super yacht mm -hmm. has worked his ass off, has stressed himself out has sacrificed his uh, personal, emotional, physical well-being in order to have that super badass yacht. Or one Powerball, but go ahead. And the hot chick walking around yeah. on that boat with him uh -huh. just like took cute pictures and posted them on Instagram. Men um, have to prove their worth. Women just... Wow. You know what I mean? It's like... Wow. I'm when not I'm getting, not, I want to come back. I'm, I'm not I'm, getting into the conversa this conversation. I'm just saying, I, what, what are you talking about? I'm not. I'm not part I'm, of this conversation. I'm, I'm saying she has a superpower. There's no question she has a superpower. There's a level of but there's a lot of there's a lot of women who've been on that boat that have earned their way there. And I'm oh, not I'm talking about that. I'm not okay. saying that. that. No, no, let's okay. be clear. I'm just okay. saying that I don't know a guy who I don't know the inverse of that. I'm yeah, saying, I know, what, I know what you're saying. Guys don't have that superpower. No, no. Like that's yeah. unique to women. Like there's right. no scenario where that's flip flop. You know what I mean? Right. Like, sure. By the way, I'm not suggesting. Yeah. I'm not diminishing it. I'm saying I'm fucking jealous of it. Yeah. 
like if, if, if reincarnation is real, I want to come back as my wife. Yeah. Well, there's, there's a lot of things that, that are going on in today's society that, uh, that are head scratchers. Uh, obviously like still having a podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That he obviously could not have on his own. If it wasn't for Conan, I mean, yes. I don't think he could handle it on his own. Okay. We got that Stacy picture here. We're going to throw up here on the screen for you. Okay. WHW on YouTube. If you want to go back and take a look. Wow. Isn't that crazy? What? Yep. Was, yeah. She was, she, uh, by herself or with one no, of her boyfriend was a big wrestling fan oh, God. and he took her to the show and lost her. Why? And, and David they Flair got it. And then George Clooney got it. Uh-huh. And now some tech billionaire point Super, is superpower. Think about that. This girl went from being in the crowd on nitro uh-huh. to being with George Clooney to marrying a billionaire. Yeah. Feminine beauty, man. The world's only superpower. Mm. Like, you know, look how handsome you are. <laughs> Shit didn't happen for you like that. No, it did not, Conrad. I always wonder when I see silly gear, like I'm sure whoever drew up Harlem Heat's gear, the drawing looked badass. And then when he actually held it in his hand, he was like, this shit is unbelievable. I'm going to look like a damn comic book superhero. But then you take a look at whoever drew up Disco Inferno's and they kind of got the bell bottoms and they're orange and you're like, you know, it's missing something. What should we do? Well, let's get some iron on letters, some mailbox letters and just yeah. put them on the butt that says, shake your booty. Yeah. Wow. Like on some level, if Booker T wore that into a bar, all right, it might look a little weird, but he would look cool wearing it. Mm -hmm. But if disco Inferno wore that man, they kick his ass. Yeah. Well, oh just... God, did you see that? He clotheslined. Booker over the top, didn't hold on to anything and just flew right over the top. Yeah. This is the guy who's always critiquing everybody else. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah. I know. He probably broke his coccyx right there. Yeah. Yeah. God. I just, you know, I kind of wish, I kind of wish knowing what I know now that Taz would have done a run in and beat his fucking ass for wearing orange. Oh yeah. For sure. That would have been great. Still runs the shoe show in Vegas. Yes. Last I heard. Is he like For the sure. bouncer or is he the manager? What is actually his job? The owner? Not yeah, the owner. Uh, he's not the owner. I, I think, uh, he just manages I, the place. I probably shouldn't say anything about ownership. Right. Well, let right. me say this though. He's a manager. Okay. He's a manager. He, right. He's in management. Nice. So he manages, uh, superpowers. Well, in a, in a, in a, in a way. Yeah. I mean, I guess he's, yeah. Who's the, is it Dr. X that ran the X-Men? No, it's professor X. That's what I meant. That guy. Yeah. That's that's disco. I guess you should know that man. I never you, saw you, it. You, I know this guy in a wheelchair a, you, with a monocle. You've been a what? Any in a wheelchair wearing a monocle. He doesn't have a monocle. On, no. Oh, I must okay. not make Mr. Peanut. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Knowing me, knowing Dave Silva, all your friends, you should at least give it a shot. Watch it. Buddy, they don't invite me. You know, Silva's lived in Huntsville seven years at this point. Okay. You know how many times I've been invited to his home? 
Zero. Once this morning, mm -hmm. his wife invited me, not even him. Okay. So, you know, wow. let's not hold our fucking breath. God, Dave, what's wrong with you, man? Wait a minute. He at least came to my fucking wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he probably had nothing to do that day. Well, maybe he just valued me. I don't know. I came yeah. to your fucking daughter's wedding. Yeah. He didn't even come to mine. Right. I won't bother you inviting you to our daughter's wedding. Cause I know you won't come to that shit either. Well, who, it, don't have it on a Wednesday. Well, guess what? Guess what? I'm still going to be announcing on Wednesday because I nope. love it. I read online that you're getting ready to retire. You're tired. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. That's, that's a fucking lie. And there's another shirt, not you a lie, but that's a fucking lie. Silva wants me to remind you that I actually got married on his kid's birthday. You know, he has mm -hmm. twins. Okay. He disappointed both of his kids. Yeah, and well, he, I guess he's been doing that for years, but you know what I'm saying? How old were, can I ask you this? How old yeah. were his twins when you were married? 27. <laughs> it's a special day for him. No, because kids, young kids. Okay. Uh, yeah. okay. Let me, I'm going to the chat here. Okay. With you, me and Silva. Young kids birthday is when you tell them it is, it's not what it is. Well, they, I mean, they get to an age where they can count themselves, you know? Okay. Right. Wow. Okay. How about you just wrote in the group chat here in all caps, <laughs> fuck okay. you, Dave. Yes. Right. I sure wow. Did. Yeah. So those little, uh, shitheads were 10. He missed their 10 yeah. year old birthday. Yeah. Well, guess what? Uh, and, and here's the lot kids. Your birthday is not, uh, it's not Saturday. It's Sunday. What? Yeah. It's Sunday. Okay. Sorry. But mama, do you like lights? Do you <laughs> like food? <laughs> do you like lights? Hey, <laughs> do you like lights? Do you like food? A new t-shirt available now over at lowestrolls.com and a new cruiserweight hey, champion. Who's a heavyweight? We do have a new cruiserweight champion. We got it off that nothing happened in Disco Inferno. Thank God. Now it's on Booker T. Mm -hmm. I got to tell you, going into 1998 was one of my favorite wrestlers on the program. Booker T was. I thought he had all the makings of being a tippy top guy, and I knew the TV title was a stepping stone to the U.S. title, was a stepping stone to the world title. But when you think about it, and I know I'm going to annoy and piss everybody off with this, yeah, the trajectory that he enjoyed here is not all that different from a Shawn Michaels or a Bret Hart. You have great tag team success and are a part of an iconic prolific tag team that people say, Oh, one of the best in the business. And then you go out on your own and you win what's essentially a mid card title and then the world title and cement your legacy as being a top guy. Yeah. The T is one of those type Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels success stories, but on the WCW side of things. Hey, take a listen to this. Here's your boy, JJ Dillon. Yeah. Baltimore, the challenge issued earlier by Sting to any member of the New World Order for the WCW Heavyweight title live tonight here in Baltimore. Have you gotten any reaction? Have you heard anything? Well, Gene, I was dead serious. Sting's willing to put the title on tonight, and I'm, I'm a little bit mystified. But up to this point, I've had absolutely no response from anyone. Oh, after that garbage from Hogan and Bischoff, I would expect some kind of a retort. Some uh, kind of a uh -oh. response. Uh -oh. They have to come out here yep. and answer that challenge in some small way. It's behind you, Gene. Whoa! Oh, wait a minute. Bischoff, you heard the challenge. Two things, Dylan. Number one, you're mine. Remember that. 
Number two, and most importantly, you're on. Hollywood Hogan will step into that ring yes. tonight, and he will win yeah. his WCW World Heavyweight title. Hey, Fathead, don't screw it up this time. How about that? That is the acceptance. And that, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, is a verbal contract, and you are the witness. That means that Hogan and Sting will collide here tonight. J.J. Dillon, I commend you. Well, it took 18 months to get it the first time. It didn't take long to get it tonight. All right. Hold How about that? 32 minutes left in the program when they announce, hey, it's happening tonight. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's pretty big time stuff, man. Mm, yeah. And you're going to take a break there, and, and we are too. I'm at 103.15 is where I want to be, and there it is. And, of course, I want to talk about how Tony's been, been getting his dick so hard even a cat couldn't scratch it. Uh, it actually made the, the dirt sheets recently. Uh, everybody in the business has been talking about how hard Tony Schiavone is. Not from lifting weights, but from chewing blue chew. As we all know, confidence can take you far in life. It can the right amount of confidence. Get your ass out of the Starbucks drive-thru and get you into the voice of the new rival league, WWE. Also true in the bedroom. We call it like a hot tag for your wiener. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Make them anytime, day or night. Plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, the process is simple, y'all. You'll sign up at BlueChew.com. You'll consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue tablets are made in the USA. They prepare and ship directly to your door, all in a discreet package. But there won't be anything discreet about your package. It'll be big, hard, bulbous, veiny, rigid, turgid. Seriously, it's impressive. And you want to make sure you're using this product before you go measure. And if you're Dave Silva, you might push it back so far that there's a shadow. I don't even know what that means, but I can't wait to learn. And I can't wait to see your penis measurements. Tony, in the meantime, let's tell them about those PEDs. Get their meat hanging down to the knees. Is this my turn? If you can benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, first of all, check your fucking email. Okay, I've got to do it. Have better sex, y'all. We got a special deal for our listeners. Yes, try Bluetooth free when you use pro. This is my turn, okay? Okay, okay, okay. Use promo code WHW at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping, and that's bluechew.com. Promo code WHW. Receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast because we come to you from the Blue Chew Studios. Hey, Tony, before, let's just keep this music going before we press play. And I don't even want to make this part of the ad because I think people need to hear your answer. You know, one of the most talked about things in wrestling for the past several years has been who's on your Mount Rushmore? Oh, wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. And people will say things like Hulk Hogan and The Rock, Stone Cold and Red Hart, Rick Flair, whatever. You've been around a long time, Tony. Coming up on, I can't believe this is real, 1983 to now 2023. Yeah. Jesus. 
40 years in the wrestling business. Uh-huh. You probably got a Mount Rushmore of penises. I don't. Well, you've you've said before they should bronze Ric Flair's dick. So I assume Rick's is on there. Well, Ric Flair's penis is the only penis in wrestling I've seen. Well, but... I mean, you, you talked about that baseball player from the Dominicans who would hit cheese balls. Right, right. He'd be hitting singles, doubles, triples with right. his meat. And right. are, are there two others? Are you putting yourself on the board? Is Klondike Bill on the board? No. Don't know. I've, n- I've never seen his penis. I don't know. What are, you, what are you looking for here? I don't know. Mount Rushmore penises. You got nothing okay, for I, I No, I ain't got nothing. God. Well, I mean... When you and Bruce Pritchard were tag teaming those chicks out in Vegas, would, did you, would you put him on? <laughs> Diamond. I'll take that mellow yellow now. Chuck Woolery, two and two. All right, let's get back out of here. Season three, episode 52. One hour, three minutes, 15 seconds. Thanks for sponsoring the show today, Blue Chew. We're coming to you live from the Blue Chew Studios. There's a reason we only film ourselves chest up on this program because we're turgid, rock hard. Uh, my keyboard's moving back and forth, and I'm not even using my hands. All right, let's get to it here in three, two, one, play. Oh, my goodness! My goodness, we are completely out of breath. We don't know what to say next, with the exception of telling you that tonight, you heard me right, tonight, Sting and Hollywood Hogan, Sting and Hollywood Hogan have agreed to wrestle for the world title. A match last night occurred that took 18 months in the making. Tonight, it takes just a few minutes. And these two men tonight, Sting and Hogan, will climb in the ring. I can't remember a bigger match on live TV in my life on Nitro, on Clash of the Champions, on the Mad Dogs, WCW Saturday Night Events Live. I can't remember a bigger. There's not been a bigger match. Tony, it's unbelievable. Listen, it's a pretty controversial decision too. Yeah, I understand it's because you guys could fuck up a wet dream. Right. Uh, But still, I do. I do want to know in your opinion, mm-hmm. with the benefit of hindsight, was it a mistake to do the rematch the very next yeah, night? Of course it was. It was, it, it, it was a mistake for anybody who said, well, I bought the pay-per-view, right? Yeah. And they're giving away this for free. And this, and this kind of goes back to what, to what I said. Uh, this is probably, uh, in many ways, one of the pitfalls of having a television company own your company. And, and I get it. I, I know that even today in AEW, you know, we, we want to have good ratings. Uh, and we want to have good ratings for our own bottom line, but also for, for the network. I get that, but uh, well, we're going to have a good match here. At least we probably looks like we will. Um. Uh, yeah, Jericho and Henning here. Yeah. With uh Rick Rude with a yet even different facial hair. Of course, we remember after the Montreal screw job over the last five or six weeks, we've seen the debut 
well, not only Bret Hart, but Rick Rude jumping ship here to WCW, or as right. Brett will call it, the WCW. But when uh, Rude debuted here on Nitro, he just had a mustache. Meanwhile, on Monday Night Raw, he had a mustache and a beard. Now he ain't got nothing. He ain't got nothing. No mustache, no beard, clean shaven Jones here. Uh-huh. It's a shame to think both of those guys no longer with us, Kurt and Rick Rude. Yeah. Best of course, friends, uh, by the way. Chris Jericho is still with us, doing concerts, doing wrestling, doing podcasting, doing websites, yeah. writing yeah. books. Yeah. Throwing fireballs. Yep. He's a wizard, you know. I know he is. He's he's really an amazing person. He really is. It's well, I mean it's how does one person have all that time? I, I mean I I listen, you're looking for clickbait, let's just call it like it is. Okay. And it's well known within wrestling circles. And I know I'm breaking the fourth wall here, and we probably shouldn't be talking about this, but uh-huh. here it is. Chris Jericho made a deal with the devil when he was a little boy. He did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have a hot wife and a lovely family and a successful podcast and a touring band and be eight times world champion and throw fireballs and have a cruise and write books uh-huh. and, 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 uh-huh. you don't do and create real wrestling innovation, like uh-huh. a mimosa match. Uh-huh. I mean, he's a, he's a thespian. Yep. How does he do all this? I don't know, Conrad. It's not devil. It's not devil worship. Maybe it's working hard. I don't know. Oh, I didn't say it was devil worship. I said he traded his soul to the devil. He did not. He, he busted no, his like, ass. No, 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 no. You seen that show Crossroads? That movie Crossroads? The guy learned no. how to play the guitar because he gave his soul to the devil. Well, that's what no. Chris Sheriff did. It was a seance. He's wrote about this in his book. Did you not read it? No. Well, I forgot. You can't read. Um, I choose not to. Wow. That right there, that sounded like something Clint from Hershey would say, <laughs> you know, we're coming up on the 10 year anniversary from the time he's uh, most recent time. He's felt the love of a woman and he would hit me with the same line. You just said, I choose not to. Mm-hmm. Oh, Clint from Hershey and girls yeah, is like Tony Schiavone in books. I choose not to. <laughs> uh, that's right. That's why I had a comic book. I didn't want a real book. I wanted to look at pictures. <laughs> I hope that there are no children listening to this podcast, <laughs> but if there are, they have been armed with the perfect line of all time. I don't want a real book. I want to look at pictures. <laughs> my life is buddy pictures. My God. I read, uh, I read some things on the internet. I hadn't, you know what? It's, I haven't read a book since I, well, the last book I read was lefty's legacy. The story of, uh, Sandy Koufax. And that was probably 10 years ago. Wow. I'm a stupid motherfucker, aren't I? Yes. <laughs> I shouldn't have asked that question because I knew what the answer would be from you. I just don't know what to say. But somebody that I like to consider a friend of mine and, and fairly smart individual is like, last time I read a book was 1976. <laughs> like, what? 
I used to read books all I used to read books all the time. When the internet exploded, I stopped reading books. Oh God. I did. I read two books this week. Did you really? Yeah. Bullshit. What? I'm Buddy, I didn't bull- any fucking internet, remember? Yeah, I'm calling bullshit on that one. I didn't have internet for six days. I was knocking out books, baby. Uh, oh, you didn't have your phone? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, of course. That's usually, I mean, when you don't have internet at your house and you can't watch any of your apps and stuff, you, you, the internet on your phone is really at that point. Oh, look, here's a, the, the best angle Jericho's done so far. <laughs> See Jericho at this point has been quote unquote, just a wrestler, right? You've only ever shown his in-ring prowess and that's really it. But this is the first time they gave him uh, something a little extra. And he uh, lost to Kurt there and had a conniption fit. Throws Dave uh, Pinzer down, smashes the chair against the post, has a little temper tantrum. But we saw character work. It's going to lead to his best year of his career in 1998. When I go back and I think about Monday Night Jericho and the Jericho-holics and all of that, that's really the first time we get to see Chris's personality. And he up to this point, he'd been a great wrestler, but he became a great sports entertainer, I think. Yeah. Starting at this show, moving forward. And as we know, wrote books, started cruises, started podcasts, did radio shows through fireballs, became a touring band on and on and on. I don't know what he's going to do next. I mean, my man might like start developing vaccines or get us to the moon or send us to space or I don't know, but he's probably vacationing on Mars in two years. Like he's done it all. Deal with the devil, maybe. Well, I, I'm telling you, he, I know he did. It, I mean, he wrote about it in his book. If you would know it, if you read, but you don't read, forget. So, how about that NWO Monday Nitro? Pretty rare shirt. If he can get that, shout out to Corey Hollis, who I know wants it real bad. Um, Scott Hall looks cool even when he tucks his t-shirt. He was the coolest. He was. He is the coolest. He is the coolest. Yeah, look at that. Like you and I tucking our t-shirt in look like fucking goofs. Scott <laughs> Hall does it. And you're like, I don't know why, but he looks cool. Yeah. There's Conrad in the audience there. Too sweet. Yeah, baby. That's right. That's right. So we're going to have Hogan and sting. And your main event. And a main event. And, and right now we got 20 minutes left in the show, so to speak. Better, better get it on here, kids. Let's go. Oh, I forget. We're not going to show the finish, are we? No, we're not. No, God. I, I know you have, and I'd rather you do it than me. Uh, let's listen to Scott Hall first. Hey, yo. You got to agree that being in Baltimore 
over the holidays is just too I'm with you. Now you probably heard by now that right at NWO Central, we got a little survey going on. Yeah, but you don't have a TV show now, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and it's real, real simple. You're either with us or you're against us. So, how many people here in Baltimore came to see WCW? Now, yeah, 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 that's right. How many people in here in Baltimore came to see the Don't worry about a thing. NWO. Here to stay. Yeah, I'd worry about Larry Tabisco on January 24th. It's what I would worry about, wouldn't you? Absolutely, and that's going to be a part of sold out. Living Buddy, I feel like the format for this show just said Bret Hart promo, Scott Hall promo, and almost yeah. no guidance. But yeah, let me give no you a little guidance as we get to 1535 here. Jimmy's famous seafood.com is exactly where you need to be. I enjoyed mine Christmas Eve. I got some stuffed shrimp. I got some crab balls, cooked them both on the grill, my rec tech. And the family was like, uh, did you make these? I lied my ass off and said, you damn right. I did. Out of your family. Go to Jimmy's famous seafood.com. Now this is no lie. When you try to order high end seafood like this, they kill you on the shipping. Yep. You wind up spending more money on the damn shipping than you do on the food. Not anymore. We can hook you up with free, you hear me? Free two-day nationwide shipping on orders over 125 bucks. When you use the promo code WHW, how do you beat free shipping nationwide? You're going to get the best crab cakes in the world. Seriously, they will ruin. You'll never order crab cakes anywhere else. That's right. You'll see it on a menu at a restaurant and you'll say, I'm going to pass. Yeah, I'll wait. The best crab cakes in the world are Jimmy's Famous Seafood.com. Everybody knows that. They also got some delicious soups, the chowders, the oysters, the signature steaks. To this day, the best prime rib I've ever had was at Jimmy's Famous Seafood. You can get their desserts and they are something serious. Gluten free items, too. Why not just take a look at the famous gift box? It's got four of the world's best colossal Maryland crab cakes, two different crab soups, crab dip, seafood seasoning, and their signature bay sauce. Or maybe you're like me, you're getting jazzed up for bowl season and the playoffs and a lot of fun football left. Well, get the tailgate bundle, two pounds of wings, a full rack of ribs, a pint of crab dip, and the crab cake mix. And you can even create your own package. These guys 
are the real deal. Been around a long time, generations, family owned business there, and all over TV too. Old Triple D, Gaffier, come on. Beat Bobby Flay. Uh, listen, it's the real deal. Don't take our word for it. Try it one time. When we threw Tony Schiavone his big surprise birthday party, where did we go? Jimmy's Famous Seafood. You will too when you're in the Baltimore area, but now bring Baltimore to your house with free shipping. Let's use our promo code WHW. That's Jimmy's Famous Seafood.com. The promo code is WHW, and you get free, that's right, free nationwide shipping with the promo code WHW. Tony, we're home stretching it here. I'm at 115.35. We're cruising along. The biggest nitro in the history of our great sport. Get back to it here. In three, two, one, play. We welcome to WCW Monday Nitro, Billy Ripken. Billy, of course, will be playing for the Detroit Tigers this year. And there is Ira Reynas, COO of the Tufton Group. CEO of the Tufton Group. And he's here with us as well. Billy's brother, California, legendary. Right now, though, fans, this week's Nitro Party Pack goes to Adam Yeasel, riding with Weasel and Katie Burke of Champaign, Illinois. Here's our video this week. Welcome to the Nitro Party! Oh, that's beautiful. IWCW! The Nitro Party also keeps dangerous people off the street, thank goodness. Keeps any of those Nitro Party dates. We're still qualifying Nitro Party winners for the second grand prize Nitro Party giveaway. And one good thing is... Buddy, Nitro Parties keep dangerous people off the streets? That's something you just said. Well, it certainly helped keep uh, Cassio off the street, didn't it? What is he dangerous to besides a Chinese buffet? <laughs> He'll fuck that shit right up. Uh, <laughs> we were in Vegas once. Okay. <laughs> and he, uh, it was for my 40th birthday. And before I woke up, which is, I mean, he is not a morning person, which is ironic since he has a morning show here in Huntsville. Right. He ordered Chick-fil-A for breakfast and I didn't know that you could do this, but they will, they will sell you nuggets for breakfast. I thought yeah. it was just like biscuits and right. burritos or whatever. Yeah. But he got nuggets and nice. he got Polynesian sauce. Ooh. And when I woke up and I came out there, he's dancing in the kitchen, eating nuggets that he's dipping in this sauce. And he says, Hey man, we're in Las Vegas, right? I was like, yeah. And he goes, so prostitution's legal, right? And I was like, wait, what? And he goes, you think we can get a couple girls over here? And I was like, wait, what? I'm not doing that. And he goes, no, 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 not for that. I'm going to, I'm going to put some Polynesian sauce on the tip of my wiener. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. okay. And he goes, I need the girls to hold my legs back so I can eat the Polynesian sauce. <laughs> what are you doing, Cassio? God. No. But it made me feel better. He wasn't suggesting we shoot on our wives. He just needed their help holding his legs back so he can suck his, well, you know, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, hey, listen, that's a pro tip for you. If you're trying to get some attention from Lois. Yes. 
if, if it's not working, yeah. why don't you just drag the head of that rascal through the Polynesian sauce and present it to her? Just see what happens. Here's another pro tip. Be careful. When <laughs> Conrad Thompson is your friend. <laughs> why? I didn't put his tip in the. No, Polynesian. but you made it public. If you will. How do you know? I didn't make that up. You never know with you, dude. You never know with me. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you, um, do you use the word rascal very often? Rascal? No. Oh. Yeah. I, I've learned that I, I pretty much exclusively use that word referencing wieners. You need, you need some help. You know that, don't you? Like when I took you to Vegas and we had diamond up there and we were offering her a mellow yellow zero and you went in the other room with her and I yelled, Hey, Tony, don't forget to wrap that rascal. Cause if you know that whole, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, that's bullshit. Especially when you're around. (laughs) (laughs) You going to measure your rascal sometime soon. I bet when you do, you come on this program and you announce in a loud and clear voice. Right. Oh, I hear the boss in the background. Yeah. I heard her too. I, I feel like we've got a new shirt that can describe your measurements. Are you in the loop on this? No. We have a brand new big motherfucker t-shirt <laughs> over at whwts.com. That's big motherfucker t-shirt. Now, unfortunately, it's only available in big motherfucker sizes. Meet small and medium sized motherfuckers need not apply. We cannot accommodate you. But big motherfucker, the t-shirt available now. Lowestrules.com goes from two XL to six XL, Tony. Six XL. There's actually a okay. There is a six XL, and we've That's got gonna, it. It's the it's big motherfucker a, t-shirt. It's gotta be a dress. Uh we what we did is we went down to Huntsville tent and canvas. <laughs> and we had silver measured. Jeez. Not there. He didn't have to push anything back. There was no shadow. Anyway, big motherfucker only available in big motherfucker sizes, little motherfuckers. I can't help you. Two XL six XL. I mean, I got to tell you, I think that's one of my better ideas to start the t-shirt sizes at two XL. Yeah. Great idea, dude. Uh, so listen, uh, your holiday tradition of, uh, eating spam. Did you carry that on this year? I did not. Oh, we're still time. You know, we're still technically in the holiday season right now. Yeah, I know. We keep our, uh, we keep our, how long do you keep your Christmas lights and tree up? Uh, the day after new year's. Okay. So January 2nd, it all comes down. Okay. We keep it up till I keep the, sorry, let me rephrase that. I know I'm talking to you. Um, we keep it up until the Christmas lights till like the sixth or the eighth. Okay. Because according to Lord's, it's the epiphany, epiphany, something has to do when the, the wise men arrived. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So she knows how she knows all that, but don't know how to get the fucking dog hair up. 
<laughs> exactly. That's interesting. Is it ever? Uh, what we do is we, uh, we usually have the decoration, the Christmas decoration go up the Monday before Thanksgiving. So, you know, obviously Thanksgiving's on a Thursday. So Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, as we're getting ready for Thanksgiving, we got Christmas lights up new year's day or new year's night. January 1st is our last night with it. And on January 2nd, poof, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So am I, by the way, this January 2nd, as folks are listening to this, uh, my wife has, uh, got a birthday coming up Friday. So every year, the first week of January, I take her on a little trip. We're doing that this week. That's tremendous. You're a good husband. I try. By the way, the epiphany, uh, is, uh, Friday, June, uh, January 6th this year. There you go. Yeah. Uh, it's the, uh, it's a Christian feast day that celebrates the revelation of God incarnate as Jesus Christ. So we keep our lights up until then. Well, I'm just going to tell Megan that y'all always keep the lights on through her birthday and then take them down. Yeah. Tell her that that's, that's the best her, thing to do. Her birthday's the sixth. Hey, let's do some questions. Uh, at let's go back to WCW wants to know, do you think the proposed brand split of an NWO nitro and a WCW thunder could have worked? No. Great. Uh, Michael double M wants to know how high was Tony's seat for this event? Did his little feet dangle and swing? My little feet did dangle and swing. My chair was all the way up to the top. Uh, I have since, if, if you'll recall, if you'll know, if you'll watch our show now, I make sure my chair is lower than anybody else's because basically I don't give a fuck anymore about being on camera. I think it's overdone. Well, yeah, well, I don't think your announcers need to be on camera. I thought we were on camera too much back then. Well, there's your headlines. You know, last week you talked about how you were sleepy and tired. Yeah. And now this week, uh-huh. Tony Khan puts me on TV too much. Well, headline's going to be, yeah, there's your headline. Yeah. They're, they're always going to come up with the headline. You know why? Because, because they are not journalists. Oh, on this day in WWE, Meltzer says a three hour show, multiple appearances of Vincent and booking the first appearance of one of the hottest stars in wrestling as a referee between Bischoff and Zabisco. Is this where the wheels came off for WCW? You said you thought maybe, but I think. WWE master 2018 really asked the question. We all want to know what are your favorite memories of Virgil here in WCW? Uh, I always thought Virgil was a, a pretty cool guy. He, uh, he always smiled and seemed happy to me. That's my memories of him. And he was like all of us, not all of us. He was like most of us. That whatever they wanted him to do, he would do, right? Do you think he had perhaps uh one of those Mount Rushmore penises? Uh I don't know if he did or not. Uh, hmm. You may know more. You obviously are the penis expert, not me. Oh no, that's not true. I mean, I only bring it up because half the time when we're watching old wrestling, you comment on, oh man, look at there. You can see it swinging. <laughs> I wonder if he has gray sweatpants and what he looks like in them. I, I don't say anything like that. He sounds just like that. I know I don't, but for the, we, purposes, we of, the purposes of the entertainment of the show, you may go ahead with that. We did a spoof song about oh. hog watcher. You see the guy in the gray back there. Yes. That, that, uh, 
That was, uh, and he's no longer with us. That was Wildcat Willie. Uh, that was Mitch from Disney. I can't think of his last name right now. Uh, who was a Disney executive and was a big friend of the shows and uh, helped us. Uh, I'm, I'm sure helped us with our Disney thing. Uh, and uh, he was Barry Bloom's good buddy. Copy that. Um, Hogan, look at this, man. Dude, that level of tan, hard to beat. Yeah, well, that's why he. Uh, that's why there was not a fast count. Lack of tan. Does, and I guess I should ask him. Uh, listen to this. Listen to this. The crowning jewel of our sport since 1905. The man who is the franchise of WCW on our program. WCW Monday Nitro. And now making his way to the ring. Very Tony, this is stupid. Sting's coming to the ring with no jacket on, just dragging the belt and walking out from the back like any other guy. Uh-huh. The thing that got him over that created so much excitement was him in the rafters and him rappelling down to the ring, just randomly appearing. And now he's just in the back. And that music, I know it's supposed to feel more like a movie, but we probably do need, as an entrance theme, it sucks. Can we agree? Yeah. It doesn't really, and listen, Hogan just hit sting with the world title right in front of the referee twice. <laughs> we got, we got to get some better referees. Where's Charles Robinson? Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's, I looked it up. It's Mitch Ackerman. That's was Mitch Ackerman who passed oh, away yeah. in, in 2020. He was a big time executive, uh, uh, Emmy award winning executive, by the way. So, and a good friend. Uh, so here we go. Hogan and sting. Bryant wants to know you're less than two weeks away from the launch of thunder. How much of the focus had shifted to getting thunder ready? Or was there still a focus on making nitro great? There was still a focus on making nitro great. I I think maybe there was a focus as far as the production people are concerned about getting, you know, getting a set ready, getting, uh, graphics ready. That was probably more their focus, but as far as creative and what we had to do, I think our focus was still on nitro. Uh, Bobby wants to know, uh, Tony, great podcast. I enjoy the banter between you and Conrad. Were you aware of WCW thunder being put on Eric's plate at the time? If so, how are you notified? Also with no additional budget, not enough talent. Did you feel like it would consequently burn out the existing talent by overexposing and overworking them? It always felt like a B show to me. Yeah, well it was. And. We tried to make it, uh, we tried to make it a, a bigger show. Look at <clears throat> Hogan tell, talking to him right now. I, I've told the story before and I'll say it again. Eric got everybody together in the office and said, there's been talk about us doing another show. We understand that there's a, the executives want us to have a show on TBS. He said, and I'm going to tell them that we cannot do it. We physically do not have the tools, or physically, we do not have the tools to do it. We do not have the talent roster. We do not, we just don't, we can't do it. He said, and unless Ted Turner tells me, yes, we're going to do it, we're not going to do it. Well, a month later, a few months later, I asked Eric, and I said, where are we going with this? He said, well, Ted wants it. 
So there you go. Uh, we, we, we were not prepared for this at all. Because we were going to do it live. And I, I know we were drawing in ratings and we were bringing in money for the company. And, but did we have the resources to fly out on Monday and go ahead and fly out again on, on Thursday or whatever night it was? No, we didn't. Only a multi-million dollar company that's been established as a wrestling company for quite a while and is getting a lot of money from Fox can do that. Right. Not us. We couldn't do it back then. And it was one of the, it was, listen, this here, uh, the night before Starcade, this match here, the way it all ended up, bringing out Thunder, was the death knell for this company that was going to die anyway because it was owned by Turner Broadcasting. It was only a matter of time this is going to end. Well, our first episode of 2023 will be the very first edition of Thunder. Randy Savage versus Chris Adams, Luis Piccoli versus Rick Martell. Wow. Enzon takes on O'Hara. Chris Jericho messes with Dave Penzer before taking on Ric Flair. The Giant will be in there with Ming, Goldberg, and Steve McMichael face off in the Starcade rematch. The Steiners are taking on Buff and Conan. For some reason, we get Larry Zabisco and Eric Bischoff from Starcade. Scott Hall works with Ray Trailer. Ultimo Dragon defends his title against Juventud Guerrera. Luger versus Norton, DDP versus Nash, and Sting versus Hogan. It's a loaded ass show, man. And we're going to cover it next week here on the program. And we're getting close to the nitty gritty here. Let's uh let's track the finish here. Okay. The punchline Sting. Shoulder block. Ow. That's a headbutt he'll remember for a long time. He headbutted him in his penis bone right there, Tom. He sure did. Clunk. Both men down. Randy Anderson starts the count. Randy Anderson wants to make sure that there's no controversy in this. Look how close he is to both Sting and Hogan to give him the count. Now both men rise to their feet. I like Randy that. Anderson Great line, Mike. He's watched everything since the bell rang. This is it. This is the finish. To the eyes once again. What a matchup. What history we're seeing here. The two biggest stars in our sport ever. Hogan. Here's the great job. Remember the leg drop and then the fast count from last night? Sting moves out of the way now. And Sting to the attack. Stomping the hand. The fingers are coming over. Sends Hogan in. Big Stinger splash in the corner. Gonna do it again. Pins are out of time. We're out of time. We're gonna go. Oh, wow. And that's how it ends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what are these noises about? You talk to Eric obviously every week. Does he defend this? Uh, no. He says that was a mistake. Okay, good. Good. Speaking point. of mistakes, a mistake is airing your dirty laundry out on social media. Can we agree? Yeah. Well, recently I discovered some dirty laundry that I felt I should share with you here on the program. It's from your great close personal friend, Marty Janetti. Mm. It all happened over social media. Let's take a look here. WHW on youtube.com is where you can check it out. Marty Janetti writes road story. 
it was St. Louis was one still is of my favorite cities and I have two beautiful wifeys there, maybe three. And on that night, both their names were Karen. I was kissing my main Karen on the floor of her living room. But while we were kissing the other sweet Karen started blowjobbing me, the lights are off. It was night. Of course I knew who it was though. Main Karen got mad at her asking, what the fuck are you doing? Because they were best friends. And I had to yell at main Karen and said, leave her the fuck alone. If you want to keep kissing, she didn't say anything else. And we all three continued what we was doing. LOL. True story. Right? Karen F LOL loves you. And we got a response to this, Tony. Karen says not true. I was heartbroken and W E N it. My room to cry. W E and MJ came in and I was just called to say, I love you. I pushed away and that fantasy was over. MJ P L E A S. Please keep me off Facebook. It is all about shaming me. Said you'd never do that. You lied, Marty. And it's surely not the only time. Surly, not the only time. What you say on FB. Is who and cruel, <laughs> cruel. Like if I said you could not perform, that's a C lie, but it still hurts. Am I right? I'll always love you as my daughter's father, even though you don't want the responsibility and you've made me so happy, but the most important one you to die breaks her heart. Reach down inside for you. Kind loving Marty. You used to be. Oh, call me a monkey again. And Marty responded, damn, it did happen. And exactly like I said, it did. You stayed right there and we all had a great time. No one cried. Well, do you forget things just like you forgot? Who's the real daddy to your daughter? Do you remember telling me he was in jail? So you'd rather crazy. Her saying I was the one like Michael Jackson saying the kid is not my child. And by the way, told me needles were all over the house and Sammy could have got stuck on one of them. Yeah. You forget shit. Don't bring this BS garbage at me. I loves you, but care less about you throwing shit at me. I do that to myself. This would be an excellent transition for a better help spot, but it's not. That's real life right there, Tony. Oh, a lot to unpack there, as I like to say. Your thoughts? Uh, the wonders of social media. That's my thoughts. My God. Do you think that's real? Dude, what do you mean, is it real? Are you kidding? I mean, all I, I can think... I was making out with Karen number one. Karen number two starts blowjobbing me. I ain't the kids, daddy. Real daddy's in jail. Hey, honey, don't step on them needles. Bonus dad's in here getting a BJ. I love your mama. This can't Any be, other Karen. This can't be real. 
This has to all be a work. Ain't no working. These are my blowjobbing boots. One of them's way bigger than the other because my ankle's sideways. <laughs> this can't be. This can't. My blowjob. I could have been running NXT. But guess what? I got two Karens blowjobbing me. Wouldn't trade places for nothing. No, sir. Not me. Life went according to plan, goddammit. Woo! Oh, wrong guy. <laughs> this is like, this is like beyond belief. I mean, we, we, we say a lot of crazy things here and, but this is beyond belief that I don't know. I don't get it. Tony, I didn't know what I expected today, but I didn't expect Marty Gennetti to be the high point <laughs> for the program. He wasn't even on this show. But, no, but he's the high point because going back and looking at December 9th, 1997 is actually a low point in the history, if I can use that well-worn term, of WCW. It is. Well, I enjoyed it. And well, it's we, fun yeah, to we, go back. Right, we and enjoyed say. looking back. Sure. But it sucked. Well, I agree. It sucked. I sucked. We sucked. It all sucked. Wow. That was kind of harsh. Yeah, it was. I don't think it all sucked. But, but I mean, that day, by the way, do you want to guess what the rating was? Oh, it was probably big. So the go home edition for you guys before the big pay-per-view did, do you want to guess? No, I, I don't know what the numbers were back then. Uh, a 3.5. Okay. The night after the big pay-per-view, the show we just watched. Yeah. 4.6. Okay. That's strong, dude. Yeah, that is. And, uh, on that note, we'll take a look at the next piece of business next week here on the program. We're setting up that finish that you just saw was really to set up the, the launch of the debut of thunder. Uh, okay. That's what we'll watch next week here on the program. In the meantime, we would love to have you guys follow us on social media. Tony would love to block you at Tony Schiavone 24. I will not at, at Hey, Hey, it's Conrad. Yeah. Uh, interact with our shows on Twitter and Facebook at WHW Monday is the handle for Twitter and Facebook at WHW podcast on Instagram. But the best way to introduce the program to the wrestling friend in your life is to have them go like and subscribe and turn on the notifications bell at WHW on youtube.com. Sincerely, we're going to start sliding up some bonus content and you really got to see some of the video of the silly stuff that we just did, even on this program. WHW on youtube.com. By the way, I also want to shout out that, uh, we've got tons of new merch over at lowestrules.com. We got, uh, a bug temporary tattoo. We got water bottles. We got tumblers. We got Yeti hoodies. We got can coolers. We got stickers. We got pins. We even got iPhone cases and ties, something for everybody at lowestrules.com. But right now, everybody it looks like it's about that time. Just like WCW in 1998, just like Marty Jannetty and his use of words, just like me, Tony Schiavone, I'm staying in wrestling until I die, which could be next week. We are desperately out of time. See you next time on What Happened When. We come to you Wednesdays on Cumulus. <clears throat> when my voice sucks. But on Mondays, we come to you on...
Patron, patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. And of course, adfreeshows.com. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Don West. We've got a deal right now. We've got a deal. We've got a set deal that we're going to do for just a few people that is one of those that absolutely makes no sense whatsoever. Back here at Shop at Home Network, Don West here with my partner, Eddie Lewis. I'm Don West, and today I'm selling you professional wrestling history. The NWA presents TNA Total Nonstop Action. wrestling business through the eyes uh, of a fan and and to me that's what always made him so so special he's not going to be at starcast he's been at all four running our merch stand couldn't imagine doing it without him but man he's uh he's having a match of another type right now and we sure are for him i gotta tell you something man i uh i did the first one in chicago conrad called me and invited me up and I was blown away. This is the coolest ultimate wrestling fan experience I've ever seen, and I'm proud and honored to be a part of it.